This is Annie Stevens-Gleason, Minister for Worship and Incorporation at the Episcopal Church of the Redeemer in Cincinnati, Ohio, and I'd like to welcome you to our worship podcast. This is the Holy Eucharist Rite 2 for the Nativity of Our Lord, December 24th, 2022. Good evening, everyone, and Merry Christmas. We have made it to Christmas Eve. I wanted to talk a little bit about things before we begin the prelude music. If you look at the inside cover of your bulletin, you'll see a list of the selections we'll be doing for our prelude music this evening. When it says hymn, that does indeed include you. So I would encourage you to pull out your hymnals and turn to the right number and sing along with us as we sing these hymns, which should be very, very familiar to all of you as well. So. Welcome, it's great to have you with us. I will not announce every hymn. We'll just turn, we'll stand, we'll sing, and then after you're done singing, you can sit and listen. So it'll be up and down. But, I mean, it's Christmas Eve. We can sing.
for this, our last hymn for the prelude music, which is 109 in your red hymnal. We'll do verses one, two, and then the last verse, just those three verses.
Good evening. And Merry Christmas to you all. It is such a joy to have the opportunity to be together. It's, it's actually just an honor to, to have this uh, chance to, to be in the same room together. It's something we, we no longer take for granted, and it is such a gift. Especially on times like this, I appreciate uh, that you all braved this weather and braved these streets to get out here. Except for those of you who are joining us on the live stream, you didn't brave anything, but you're here, and that's fantastic too. Thank you for being with us. I appreciate that you found a game, uh, a, a, a time for the uh, service that did not conflict with the game, and that's very good. I appreciate that. I do have a couple of announcements I want to make before we begin. I, first and foremost, I, there are so many people that made sure that we could have, uh, you know, not one or two, but four separate services for worship here uh, today and one tomorrow. And so many people have made that happen. In particular, I want to mention our our altar guild and our bread guild who make sure that all of our our linens and our bread for communion and everything is set up for all of those services. Also, it's so important that we mention our flower guild, which makes this space look, they made this space look absolutely magnificent this evening, and I'm so grateful to them. And they came out and did this not on one but two separate days because the deliveries were all jumbled, and they had to come out in the midst of all of this deep freeze craziness and all of the weather. They made it here to make this space look beautiful. And they are such a gift to us, so I'm thankful to them. And I also want to name our sextons, uh, Chris Wolf and John Ladd, for making sure that the building was uh, open and working and heated and, and all of the walkways and the sidewalks and everything and the steps were safe for all of us so we could, once we got here, we actually felt welcomed. Uh, we, have just, uh, we are surrounded by a people who are so faithful and wonderful to us. So I just want to say thank you to all of you for making this happen tonight. Thank you so much. Um, a couple of announcements besides that, I just want to uh, remind you uh, that the Christmas season is in fact two weeks long, uh, it's uh, uh, 12 days, so you may have heard a song about it, and at the end of that time, uh, we finish with the Feast of the Epiphany, which is on Friday, January 6th, and I am so excited to tell you that on Friday, January 6th, we will return, the, our annual chili cook-off returns, and you should join us on that day. We will, of course, have a surf service. It's Epiphany, of course. We'll do some uh, worshiping of Jesus, as is right. And then we will eat a bunch of chili, as is also right. If you'd like to join in the chili cook-off and, and enter a chili, you can do that. You can register on our website. You can also register on our app. I'm, in fact, reading the announcements off of our handy-dandy Church of the Redeemer app right now. Many of you who are here every Sunday hear me talk about the app tirelessly. But some of you are just here for the holidays, so now it's your turn. Guess what? We have an app. It's fantastic. You can get all of your Church of the Redeemer needs met here, except for the gathering part, which is pretty fantastic. You can go to any of your app stores on your Android or your iPhone, and you can type in Redeemer Cincy with a Y, and it'll show up for you. Then you'll be able to find out about the other uh, upcoming program we have coming up in the Epiphany and Lenten seasons. You can make uh, Christmas donations. You can uh, check, with your, um, check on events and, and do a directory search all there. So I wanted to let you know about that. Um, I think these are all the announcements. I do want to remind you we will have communion during this service um, and we will have bread and wine available. Um, you can do one or both. Uh, it, and uh, if you need gluten-free wafer, please do let us know. We do have that as well. If you'd like to come up and just receive a blessing, you can place your hands over your heart like this and you'll receive a blessing. Or if you'd like to just hang out in your pew and low-key people watch, you can do that too and no one will judge you for it. That's totally fine. All right. I think these are all the announcements um, that we have to make today, so I invite you all to please stand and we can begin our worship together. Mm -hmm. 
Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And blessed be God's kingdom, now and forever. Amen. Almighty God, to you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Christ our Lord. Amen. Hear what our Lord Jesus Christ says. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the greatest and first commandment, and the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. O God, you have caused this holy night to shine with the brightness of the true light. Grant that we, who have known the mystery of that light on earth, may also enjoy him perfectly in heaven, where with you and the Holy Spirit he lives and reigns, one God in glory everlasting. Amen. Amen. Please be seated for the readings. A reading from the prophet Isaiah. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. You have multiplied the nation. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as people exult when dividing plunder. 
for the yoke of their burden and the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor you have broken as on the day of Midian. For all the boots of the tramping warriors and all the garments rolled in blood shall be burned as fuel for the fire. For a child is born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time onward and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from Paul's letter to Titus. For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation to all, training us to renounce impiety and worldly passions, and in the present age to live lives that are self-controlled, upright, and godly, while we wait for the blessed hope and the manifestation of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. He it is who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify for himself a people of his own. 
who are zealous for good deeds. The word of the Lord. Gospel of our Lord, Lord Jesus Christ, according to Luke. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged, and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in bands of cloth, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, The shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph 
and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, as it had been told them. The Gospel of our Lord. God, grant us serenity to accept the things that we cannot change, courage to change the things that we can, and the wisdom to know the difference. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. I am so grateful, as I said before, that we have the opportunity to worship together tonight, but I also am grateful to have the opportunity to get together and talk about how annoying other people are. People are just really annoying, and, um, and, I, and by people I mean everyone else besides me, like you all, probably, and, and other people that I know. I love you all, and, and, and we all love each other, and we get together with family, and we're so excited for it, and then like in a few minutes, we're like, oh yeah, you people, right, okay, okay. And it's this thing that we do where we love people in theory, um, and on principle, and in our minds, and then, and then there they are right in front of us, and things kind of fall apart. And, and I've, I've realized that one of the reasons that that we get irritated, that we get frustrated with others, is that they dare uh, to be their own person. They dare to have their own idea of what their life should look like and, and what's good. And We have passion for things. I noticed today, you may have noticed in two of the readings, it talks about zeal. The zeal of the Lord will bring about justice, and, and we are meant to be people who are zealous for good works. It's talking about this, this passion and this inborn thing, but the thing about passion is the things that I'm zealous about, you might think are boring. Stick with me for a moment. Think, think about the fact of, have you ever heard a song that just like cut right into you and just, just, just made your heart open up, and you were like, this is the most beautiful thing in the world, and and you find someone you, you care about, you love, and you're like, I'm, I'm going to play this song for them. And then they'll get to, they'll see how beautiful it is. I, I'm teary just thinking about this song. There's this one part towards the end, the, the singer's voice kind of catches, and I lose it every time. I, I can't wait till my, the person I love hears this song, and you, you put it on for them. I want you to listen to this song. Oh, yeah, okay. And you put it on for them, and, and you're listening, and you're, you're digging in, and you know they're digging in, and about 30 seconds into the song, they're like, hey, did you remember the, and you're like, No! Why are you talking? Like, well, I was just thinking about all the errands we have to run. No, it's the song that breaks your heart, don't you know? And they're like, oh, right, yeah, I was supposed to care about that. Is it, is it still going? I'll, you're like, oh, why did you have to get in the way of me loving you by being yourself? 
Or maybe there's this movie that just blows your mind and you, you call someone up and you're like, oh my gosh, did you see that movie? It was life-changing. And they'll go, yeah, it was all right. It was all right. I love you less now. Why did you say that? And I realize, and I realize that, that one of the reasons that this holiday season is so stressful. Now you see, we do this thing where we talk about how it's stressful because of other people's expectations on us. But so much of the reason this season is stressful is because of our own expectations and the expectations we place on others. It is not enough for me to find joy in this beautiful evening. I want you to find joy in it too. And I want you to find it in all the same places in which I do. I want Christmas not only to be beautiful and magical for me, I want it to be magical for you too, and in all the same ways. And when you dare to have a different experience than I have, it throws me for a loop, and I judge you a little bit. And then you do the same to me, and this is what we do. We create this energy. We create this energy that's based in expectation. All of the resentment or the frustration that we have with others, so much of it comes because we have specific expectations and they don't live into them because they are too busy being their own person. Now, I don't think there is anyone that we do this to more than God. I believe that we have very specific expectations for how God should be God. How God should be. And it should look a certain way. God's godness should look a certain way and make our world and our lives look a certain way. And when our world and our lives don't look that way, the way we expect that God would want it to look, we go, God, why don't you make it right? And by right, I mean the way I think it should be. Even on a day like today, on Christmas Eve, as we prepared for this day, I'm driving around today, barely getting through these streets. They're worse today than they were yesterday somehow. And I'm driving through and I'm thinking, really, God, on your birthday? You couldn't help me help you. Like, come on. This is not right. So crazy. We, we have this idea of how God should save us. We as a people, we pray for salvation. And on tonight, we celebrate the birth of Jesus, which we say is the salvation of the world. The people who are begging for salvation in Jesus' story, they're not talking about wanting to go to the right place when they die. They are hoping that the place where they live in the here and now will be saved. They're not praying for something special and magical to happen to their souls later. They are praying for peace now, for justice now, for reconciliation and healing, for people to get past the ways that we harm each other now. 
So if God's going to save us in that way, God should send someone in who's going to really clean house and take care of business, and I mean now. And God sends a baby. The audacity of God. Babies. You want to talk about a person that has no interest in your expectations of them. <laughs> Baby. And, and you don't need to be a parent to know what I'm talking about. Okay? Because if you're even around any baby, if they're hungry, they don't care if you're tired. If it's in church, oh man, church is the best because we're like, we love babies. And then babies make a sound and we're like, not that much. We love babies when they're quiet. I always find it funny when people ask me, like, oh, like when I had kids, was it, is he a good baby? I'm like, no, he's hanging out with the wrong crowd. He's smoking cigarettes. He stole my car last week. <laughs> a good baby? And what they mean, what do they mean? Is the child inconveniencing you at all? Is it quiet enough and go to sleep at the right times? Our idea of what a good baby is like our idea of a good person. One that you can enjoy and appreciate without frustrating you or changing your life any more than you'd like. And our idea of salvation is a salvation that will not inconvenience us in any way and that will happen right away on our terms and in our timeline. And God gives us a baby. The most fascinating thing, though, about babies in their utter insistence on being themselves is that they have this amazing gift uh, that whatever you think is important, uh, it doesn't matter how stubborn you are, you will stop what you are doing. And again, it doesn't have to be your baby. What does that baby need? Like, what does it need so it can stop making that sound? Please, Lord, please. That's real. When, no, everybody's in, right? It's not just, I wish that person would quiet that baby up. It's like, what do they need? Food? Do they need? I, I've got anything. What do you need? Take the keys to my car. Please help. Whatever it takes. And that's real. The, what happens with this human that is insisting on being itself is that we have to recognize that human's humanity dignity, agency. And we have to look outside of ourselves and we are turned towards another. I believe this is the kind of salvation that Jesus Christ brings into our lives. I believe that Jesus brings us salvation by insisting in his very being from day one that we acknowledge God's presence on this earth. And we acknowledge the presence of God, not just in a prayer or in a divine moment, not just in a miracle, but we notice the presence and power of God in the inconvenient, frustrating people right in front of us. What a beautiful thing. What a powerful thing. The, the birth of of a person 
just the beginning. Today on Christmas, we don't celebrate the climax or the culmination of our salvation. We get to celebrate this evening and this season. We celebrate the beginning of salvation, the birth of it. And the birth of our salvation comes when we look outside of ourselves and our narrow understanding of God's presence. And we are transformed by the beauty of God, living and true in the lives and the hearts of the people who surround us. This is the power of this time. So in the days, in the next few days, maybe the weeks if you can pull it off, maybe you can notice for yourself when you can feel that frustration bubbling how much of this is because of my own expectations of the person I'm with? And maybe, just maybe, you can let go of some of your expectations and simply appreciate the beauty and the difference of the person that God has placed in your presence. And maybe that's too much sometimes. So maybe you have, because you've got to be a little bit of gracious with yourself, right? Maybe, just maybe, if you can't let it go of those expectations, you can just see them and maybe hold them just a little bit more loosely. And when you fail at that, not if, when you fail at that, I'm a big fan of the language of the 12 steps, and one of the things they say in those meetings uh, is just for today. So I don't know if you're going to do it for the rest of your life, I don't know what you're going to do for the rest of the Christmas season. For the rest of today, and that's pretty good. I mean, you got 24 minutes. For the rest of today. <laughs> for the rest of today, can you let go of your expectations? Or notice them? Can you let them go so that you can be present to where God is working in this world and in your life? Can you hold them a little bit more loosely just for today? Because just for today, God has already begun the work of salvation. And tomorrow when you wake up on Christmas... It'll be today. And just for today, you can look again at the birth of salvation taking place in the lives of the ones you love. Y'all, you are a blessing. Every single one of you. You're a blessing. But you've, many of you and many of us have been taught that because we're blessings, we're supposed to go out and make the world a better place. And that's nice. The funny thing is, a lot of the world is already amazingly blessed, and we're too busy trying to fix it to recognize the blessing of the world we've been given, the people whom we've been given. You are a blessing, but can you take that blessing and look at it and then see the blessing in others? To be able to see God's blessing, God's presence in others, this is the gift of Jesus Christ on Christmas. This is the beginning, the birth of salvation. And this is our work for today. Merry Christmas.
We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and God's kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son, she is worshiped and glorified. She has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church, we acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Wondrous God, whose love was made flesh on this holy night, hear us as we pray and take to your heart all of our longings and thanks. Give us grace to call out to you with devotion and praise as we pray for the church and for the world, saying, hear our prayer. May the radiance of the star that shone brightly over Bethlehem illumine our nation, filling it with light and peace. Emmanuel, hear our prayer. May people in all the world find refuge and love in times of danger and fear. And may the church be awakened to the human needs of our present time. Emmanuel, hear our prayer. As the Magi came bearing gifts, may we, this Christmas, gift our local community with the gold of charity, the myrrh of kindness, and the incense of prayer. May we also give thanks for the gifts we have received, especially those we name now, either silently or aloud. Emmanuel, we pray for those who long for healing and relief from distress. We pray for all who suffer, especially Linda Borden, Martin Pop, Pearson Daly, Roger Foote, Frank Heenan, Lori Callahan, Jay Arisman, Scott Gunn, Nancy Dankert, Bill Thayman, Pam Leonard, Marilyn Ott, Mike Krug, Katherine Albertson, Bob McGonigal, Lee Hardy, Patty Livermore, Bill Powell, Liz Schildneck, Mary Ann Fairley, Scotty Crothers, Christina Wolf, 
Nancy Powell, Paul Williams, for those experiencing homelessness, those experiencing hunger, those in prison, and those we name now either silently or aloud. To these our siblings, may our hearts be a manger of welcome and our hands a cradle of joy. Emmanuel, hear our prayer. May the blessed hope of everlasting life be the truth of those whom we have known and loved, but see no longer. We pray especially for Tom Butler, brother of Kathy Crude, Karen Schroeder, sister of Mike Hardy, and those we name now, either silently or aloud. Emmanuel. We adore you, ever-present God, and we bless you, because by the holy birth of Christ, you give hope to all the world. May our prayers become living words, inspired by the word who lives in us always, your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. And may the peace of the Lord be always with you. And also with you. Let your light so shine before all people that they may see your good works and give glory to your mother in heaven.
Please stand as you are able. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give them thanks and praise. It is right and a good and joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you. Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, because you gave Jesus Christ, your only Son, to be born for us, who by the mighty power of the Holy Spirit was made perfect man of the flesh of the Virgin Mary, his mother, so that we might be delivered from the bondage of sin and receive power to become your children. Therefore we praise you, joining our voices with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, who forever sing this hymn to proclaim the glory of your name. Gracious Father, in your infinite love, you made us for yourself. And when we had fallen into sin and become subject to evil and death, you in your mercy sent Jesus Christ, your only and eternal Son, to share our human nature, to live and die as one of us, to reconcile us to you, the God and Father of all. He stretched out his arms upon the cross and offered himself in obedience to your will, a perfect sacrifice for the whole world. On the night he was handed over to suffering and death, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread. And when he had given thanks to you, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, take, eat, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me.
After supper, he took the cup of wine. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Therefore we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. We celebrate the memorial of our redemption, O Father, in this sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving. Recalling his death, resurrection, and ascension, we offer you these gifts. Sanctify them by your Holy Spirit to be for your people the body and blood of your Son, the holy food and drink of new and unending life in him. Sanctify us also that we may faithfully receive this holy sacrament and serve you in unity constancy and peace and at the last day bring us with all your saints into the joy of your eternal kingdom all this we ask through your son jesus christ by him and with him and in him in the unity of the holy spirit all honor and glory is yours, almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. And now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Alleluia! Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. These are the gifts of God for you, the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Christ died for you, and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving.
Please stand as you are able. Oh, just kidding. We're going to sit. Let us pray. We're going to do silent night first. Let's have the prayer and then we'll sing silent night. Eternal God, Heavenly Father, you have graciously accepted us as living members of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, and you have fed us with spiritual food in the sacrament of his body and blood. Send us now into the world in peace and grant us strength and courage to love and serve you with gladness and singleness of heart through Christ our Lord. Amen.
Please stand as you are able. As you leave this place, go forth into the world in peace. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Honor everyone. Love and serve the Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, Creator, Christ, and Holy Spirit be among you now and remain with you unto the ages of ages. Amen. Amen. Let us go forth into the world rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God. <laughs> 